You're listening to Cruel Runnings. Hey guys, Jake here. Our toe, our toe is fully funded, and as is Artillier's inaugural season, thanks to you, beautiful people. Artilliers will bring it to the Dream Up Festival on September 1st. We're about to embark on an astonishing journey to bring you great work as a company, and I'll never forget those of you out there who made it happen. This week in Artaud, I'm still in the Theodore Alfredgeri portion of Artaud's writings, and what's really catching my attention, aside from the unstageable stage plans for many of their plays, is the extent to which Artaud sort of leaves the responsibility for greatness in the hands of the noumenal. The noumenal being the universal metaphor for God or fate or whatever. He writes over and over about risking failure and failing big and all the usual things in inspiring people to take a chance on his theater. He doesn't claim to have the answers. Quite the opposite. He claims to be Ben Franklin waiting for the lightning strike with the kite in the air. He uses the word miracle, or its French equivalent, frequently. For someone so obsessed with control, so fiercely passionate about his own ability to lead the world to a higher level of being, he still seems to give over to a higher power of art-making in these moments, offering himself as a vessel for things beyond him. This week, we have director Zai Alakan recounting a story about working on a particularly troubling scene in Schnitzler's La Ronde. Then. We have the return of David Rosenberg, who does a little commercial voiceover work for us, with text taken from our toes, the theater, and the plague. Enjoy. I received a fellowship last year uh, through the Drama League. Um, I was a Drama League directing fellow, and they pick 12, 11 fellows every year, and four of us get sent up to a regional theater in the Finger Lakes, and um, are kind of immersed in this world of kind of directing and arts administration and arts leadership. Um, And it's a really cool thing. They give us um, a group of uh, undergraduate actors or people who have just graduated from undergrad programs um, called The Lab Company. And the four directors are in charge of directing The Lab Company members in 12 productions through the summer. So it's like a pretty incredible opportunity both for the kids who are um, kind of just about to graduate and kind of need the experience of what it's like to work very quickly and um, play parts uh, that are going to be vastly different from each other through the whole summer and it's a great opportunity for us to stretch our wings in like a variety of different ways. I had been kind of dreaming about doing a very like New York City centric production of La Ronde by Arthur Schnitzler. Um, and it kind of dawned on me right before I went to the hangar that um, I kind of wanted to... The long story The long story short of this is my roommate came home from a grinder date and um, he was able to talk to me all about the date and all about like how everything went and blah, 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 and hooking up with this guy. He used the term date very loosely. He couldn't remember any like personal details about the guy, like what his name was, what he did, anything like that. And I was like so alarmed by the anonymity of kind of the way that our generation 
pursues and has sexual and romantic encounters and kind of the quickness with which we pursue them and the quickness with which they're over um and there was something about the i always refer to the open scene-ness of Laurent that made it feel like a vessel that i could explore that through essentially if you don't know Laurent, it's like it's referred to as a sexual daisy chain where it's 10 scenes long and in first in the first scene person a meets person b and they have sex in the second scene person b meets person c and they have sex so on until person like j meets person a again and they have sex particularly fascinating scene in laurent is the very is the second scene in the play between the soldier and the parlor maid um and it takes place at uh like a like a dance hall in austria in 1882 and you meet a soldier and this parlor maid and what seems to be like a date um and they are dancing and they're no longer dancing and she starts to take notice that he's watching somebody else he ends up uh kind of she's she's gets scared and she wants to go home and she wants to win his attention back he ends up um forcing himself upon her so I had actually read the scene, and it's very clear to me that it's a scene about date rape, whether it's written in 1882 or 2015. Um, and I had read this incredible article on BuzzFeed probably eight months before we did the play about how this young woman um, had experienced—she um, had an experience being raped um, by a man, and she posted in a forum— on Reddit. Um, I don't know why she chose an MRA forum, but she chose an MRA forum um, to post about her particular experience on Reddit. And um, this article detailed the responses she got back from her post. And her post was essentially like, hey, I am a men's rights activist, which was a really kind of strange way for her to to start this particular thing. Um, But she wanted to know what people thought she should do after having been raped by this man that she knew. The responses to her were pretty horrific. Coming to this particular scene, it just felt like this scene and this article fit like a glove. So we actually used the text from this BuzzFeed article. We used the text from the Reddit thread in the scene from Laurent. When we got into the rehearsal room, it immediately, uh, questions immediately arose. The scene in Laurent feels different than any other scene in the play. You don't see somebody forcing sex upon anybody else in the play. That is the one scene that it happens, that sex is not consensual. Um, But we got to the rehearsal room, and um, I will say that the actors that I had in the play were... um, very incredible kind of running the age gamut from 19 to 21 they were they were young um and what was what was very difficult for me was um most of them had never experienced physically the things that the people in the play experience many of them had never had sex before some of them had never even kissed people before we we blocked the scene it was a pretty intimate process when we blocked the scene it was just the two actors and I um and it was a lot to ask of the actress um who played the the female character in the scene and what made it difficult is the playing 
like the whole space in which we stage these plays is probably 20 feet by 15 feet. So it's pretty, maybe 30 feet by 15 feet, but it's small. Um, and we were staging the play in the round. So she was as close as 24 inches away from the first audience member. Um, and she was being, you know, put down on a stair in front of these people, very, very close to them. Um, and being asked to emotionally go through the process of, of a pretty strong violation um, in a way that she had never encountered before in real life, uh, in a way that she probably never had to encounter before on stage. She was really, really game to do, to do it. It was extremely difficult for her to get through the scene. In my shortcomings, I will admit that I had a difficult time in problem solving it's a trigger to put anything like that in a play. I'll never forget our first designer run through. Um, we had our costume assistant just run out of the room in the middle of the scene. And who it was extremely jarring for was the actors. They never recovered from watching that girl run out of the scene. Um, it was really hard for them to know that what they were doing on stage could cause somebody that kind of pain. The problem, one of the problems became that the scene became a group forum. Um, we literally had three group forums about it with the artistic director of the company. It was something that people were talking about, like, you know, like people, other people in the theater. It was something that like, and it was a very tense, like asshole clenching moment every time it happened on stage because like, I didn't know how people were going to react. Um, Ithaca has a very, 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 very strong feminist community. And the first night of performances, it was just like, there were so many women there um, who were just Ithacans, and it was nerve-wracking to put something like that up in front of um, a bunch of ladies who looked like they could beat the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> having to um, having to kind of l- have that moment of sensitivity as a director where you feel like your work is being judged all the time, having to have a moment of sensitivity where you realize that, you know, and even like I went to acting school, I know what it feels like to be an actor, but um, that your actors feel a great sense of responsibility for um, the pain they put their audiences through. Um, I had never realized that until this particular project and especially that scene. But for me, it was a realization that um, we all microcosmically take care of the audience in totally different ways. We are their arbiters of pain, but we are also their, their, you know, their saviors from the pain. Once the plague is established in the city, the regular forms collapse. There is no maintenance of roads and sewers, no army, no police, no municipal administration. Pyres are lit at random to burn the dead, with whatever means are available. Each family wants to have its own. Then, wood, space, and flame itself growing rare, there are family feuds around the pyres, soon followed by a general flight, for the corpses are too numerous. The dead already clog the streets in ragged pyramids gnawed at by animals around the edges. The stench rises in the air like a flame. Entire streets are blocked by the piles of dead. Then, 
The houses open, and the delirious victims, their minds crowded with hideous visions, spread howling through the streets. Cruel Runnings is produced by Serena Berman and Jake Beckhard in association with Artilliers. Artillier's inaugural season begins now. We are fully funded, but, of course, if you want to help us support our artists fairly, or augment what we can get away with as a theater company, or just generally believe in our mission to produce old plays in new ways and new plays in bold places, you can find us and support us further at artilliers.com or at www.facebook.com slash artilliers. That's A-R-T-I-L-L-I-E-R-S to learn more and to donate. Arto Arto tickets are now available. Shows begin September 1st at Theater for the New City at the Dream Up Festival. Visit the Artillier's Facebook page for more info or the TNC website's Dream Up page where you can find our ticketing site. Let me channel Arto for a second and say to you guys, this is the best thing I've ever worked on. I want very badly to share it with you. Thanks, guys. Keep it cruel. Cool.